0: As we keep digging into how to become weakless, we need to take a moment to examine what we really mean when we say, this is hard, or I can't do that, or I have to stop. Let's do this. Self-care isn't easy. It requires doing hard things. Being uncomfortable is mandatory. It's not for the weak, and it's not for the fragile, but that's okay. We don't mind because we are Weakless. Hey, everybody, welcome back to a moment of Weakless. This is episode number four, and we're going to talk about some definitions and beliefs today. I've got some cool stuff for you, but first, I want to remind you that you need to have March 21st marked on your calendar because that is going to be day one of Weakless week. And Weekless Week is going to be a free event in which we are going to come together as a group in a live environment and learn how to become more weekless. And I think you're going to love it. And within a week of the posting of this podcast, you will have access to a link to register. So uh, if you're on my email list, you'll receive that. If not, you will be able to register in the show notes in next week's podcast. So stay tuned for that. All right, announcements out of the way. Let's dive into this thing today. We need to talk about what we mean when we throw out these statements about things being hard, or things that we can or can't do, or things that we have to have or can't live without, or when we say that we need to stop something. I have to quit. This is too difficult. Something like that. I've got a couple of examples for you. So let's start there. A few months ago, I wanted to be able to run from my house to the top of my driveway and I live on 40 acres and there's a whole bunch of hills. It's pretty much inclined the entire way. And some of the hills get sort of steep. The run was probably going to be five-ish minutes. I've, I've done it at this point, but I've never actually timed it. And I just wanted to be able to do it without having to stop to catch my breath. And at the time I could not do that. So I started working at it, started running the driveway and getting as far as I could. And I was trying to add at least 20 or 30 yards every time I would look at some landmark and try to get 20 or 30 yards past that. And then one day I started really thinking about this in a more weakness way. And I started asking questions and I said, whenever I stop, I am always saying to myself, I can't keep going. I have to stop right now. So what does that mean? And from a scientific perspective, what does that mean? Well, to say I can't keep going and be completely scientific about it would mean that I was now laying on the ground, potentially even unconscious. Like I had passed out from not having enough oxygen or I had some sort of muscle failure. I tore something, I broke something, all terrible and all things that I definitely would not want to even approach. I don't even want to get super close to that. There'd be no point in me injuring myself when I'm just trying to get some exercise. But it's worth examining because obviously I was way far away from that. I wasn't even near that. I wasn't even close. So what was making me stop? Well, discomfort. I was really uncomfortable. This really sucks. Now, let's say that at the end of the driveway, somebody has a gun to the head of one of my daughters or my wife, and I have to get there within a certain amount of time in order to save their life. How fast could I do it? And would I ever even consider quitting? Well, no, I wouldn't consider quitting at all. And I could probably do it in a fraction of the time, probably literally something like half, like literally half of what... I've done it in, since I've accomplished this feat. So it begs that question, what does this mean when I say I have to stop right now? What do I actually mean? And like I mentioned a moment ago, I have no desire to do anything that would hurt me. I have no desire to sprint until I fall down. I do not want to do anything like that at all. That's not what I'm promoting here. But I am saying that the statement... I have to stop right now was a completely unscientific statement that was wrought with opinions. It was full of opinions like, this is hard. I don't want to keep doing this. I believe that I should stop right now. All of these things that weren't based on anything scientific at all. I was not stopping ever because I was worried that I was going to get hurt. Not one time did I ever stop. Because I believed I was going to get hurt. Every time I stopped, because I just decided that I had had enough suck. There was enough suck in my life at that moment, and I just didn't want to keep going. So I stopped. The very second that I had this realization, I went outside and ran the driveway, ran all the way to the end. Ran all the way to the end, didn't even come close to hurting myself, was at the top, sucking a bunch of wind, started walking back, caught my breath completely before I was even halfway back and done. Goal accomplished. Here was this thing that will advance my cardiovascular health. That's not... You know, I I don't love traditional cardio, but that's not something we'll probably ever talk about in this podcast, but I do love sprinting and that was a sprint that I wanted to do and it did come with a bunch of benefits. In other words, it would be really beneficial for me to be weakless and all I had to do was go be weakless. I just had to pull the opinions out. Here's another example. Months and months ago, I started doing regular Cold blasts at the end of my shower, where I would get to the end of the shower and I would turn the water all the way to cold. And we have spring water here on our property here, and the temperature of the water is around 35 degrees, at least this time of year. I never checked it in the summertime, but it's really, really cold. So I would turn the water to cold for 30 seconds, and then I eventually upped that to two minutes as per. Wim Hof, the Iceman, his recommendations. And there are just so many benefits. So scientifically proven, so many benefits. Things like brown adipose tissue, which helps with metabolism and even fat loss. And improved mood and cognitive function and better hormone balance. And just so many things. So many awesome things. Reduced inflammation. So many benefits that it's completely inarguable that this would be good for me. But the suck factor is high. The discomfort is high. Well, I stuck with it and I eventually got to a point where I could I could embrace the suck, if you will. It, It's never going to be comfortable to stand in 35 degree water. But the point is that it didn't get easier. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of people make is they expect these things to get easier so that these things start to fall within their pre-existing comfort zone instead of widening their comfort zone out to just include these things. And so for me, it would be like, all right, this is going to be awful, but I'm fine with that. It doesn't matter. Who cares? The fact that this sucks does not mean that I won't do it. And that's something else that we'll talk about in just a moment. But I would resign myself to it, get in there, control my breath and control my thoughts. And eventually I decided that I wanted to have an actual cold plunge at home. And I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and I got a small chest freezer And I sealed it all up with caulking and then filled it with water and threw a bunch of Epsom salts in it and cranked the temperature down to about 34 degrees and started getting all the way submerged in the cold water. Instead of it just hitting part of my body, you can't get completely submerged in a shower. And I didn't want to have to go buy bags of ice all the time and fill up my bathtub. So I started getting in this cold plunge and it was severely worse. Actually, prior to that, I started jumping in a local lake, that private lake that happens to be owned by my wife's family, uh, just a couple of miles away. I did that a few times and then wanted this to be way more convenient, created the cold plunge, started getting in there. All of this substantially worse than getting in uh, cold water in the shower. So, substantially worse. And I started making this part of my regular routine. Uh, I'm doing it A minimum of five days a week right now. And the other days I still do the cold blasts in the shower, but I was in that cold plunge one day and I had made it to four minutes before. And I started thinking with this weakness mentality. Now I'm not at any risk of getting anything like hypothermia or frostbite or anything like that. It, that, that would take, you know, 20, 30 minutes, maybe considerably longer. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but none of those things are going to happen in less than 20 minutes. There's no way. So I was in there and it was around the two minute mark. And I remember thinking to myself, this is not any better than the first minute. It's exactly as hard as it was the first minute in the second minute. And I know that the third minute is going to be exactly as hard as the second minute. And the fourth minute will be exactly as hard as the first, second, and third minutes. And I was trying to get to five minutes that day. And then I just thought to myself, I could probably go like seven, eight minutes, something like that, because logically I don't have a reason for getting out at the five minute mark if I didn't get out at the two minute mark. If I didn't get out of this thing at the two minute mark and the suck factor is exactly the same, why do I have to get out at the five minute mark? Now, please understand. I am not trying to say that getting in a cold plunge for three minutes is better than two minutes. I don't have that data. I'm not saying that doing it for seven minutes was better for me physically than two minutes. I just know that it wasn't bad for me and while i was sitting there doing an exercise in becoming more weakless doing a discomfort exercise what logic was i going to use to say that i had to get out at the 5 minute mark if i didn't get out at the 2 minute mark i had already completely given myself over to the suck this is awful this is horrible and that's okay i'm uncomfortable And that's okay. So what did I mean when I said I had to get out? I have to stop. I can't keep doing this. What did I mean in both of those situations? Both sprinting the driveway and cold water exposure. What did I mean? Now, there's a whole bunch of people listening to this that probably would think I was absolutely insane if I told them to go do 30 seconds of cold water at the end of their shower, As a matter of fact, I think if you just talked about that on the street, you would find that the huge majority of people would think you were absolutely nuts. But what are those people saying? They're really only saying, I don't want to do that. And so to stretch that out a little bit further, what those people are saying is, I don't want those benefits as much as I don't want to do that thing. I get that. That's totally understandable. Everybody gets to decide those things for themselves. But what I'm saying is when we examine what we mean with these statements, like hard, can't, I have to stop. We often find that we're just kind of making them up. They're literally just opinions. They're not based on scientific facts. They're not based on things like I have to stop doing this because I'm going to hurt myself. Usually we're way off of that way off of that. And the Navy SEALs have what they call their 40% rule. And basically what it means is that when most people stop doing something that they deem to be physically hard, they usually have 60% left in the tank. So gun to their head, they would be able to go another 60%. Now, again, that would usually mean hurting yourself. We want to stay a long ways away from that. But how many times do we stop doing things that are beneficial that we wish we could do in order to get the benefit that they would provide? How many times do we stop doing those things because we just simply haven't even examined what the heck we mean when we say we need to stop or when we say we're not going to start? What do we mean by those things? And very, very importantly, when does hard become won't? And why does hard have to mean Won't. A huge part of becoming weakless is labeling things as hard, but holding that label completely separate from whether or not you will do something that's not relevant. Like, for example, I really need to go to the gym and work out in order to live the life that I want to live. Then I could throw in after that, yeah, but it's really hard, to which I would respond, and that's irrelevant. That doesn't matter. That is not a, a a piece of information that adds anything to the equation here. The fact that it's hard, easy, purple, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm just throwing useless trivia. And in this case, trivia that's all based on my opinions. Like I'm just suddenly sharing my opinions and it's all completely irrelevant to whether or not I'm going to go do this thing. Hard should be a sort of trivial opinion that's thrown out that doesn't really relate to whether or not you will do something. And in fact, hard can be an immense motivator. It can actually be one of the things that you get really excited about, but I'm going to leave that for our next episode. For today though, you are going to come across an opportunity to examine your definitions of these things very soon, probably today, maybe even within the next hour you are going to find yourself making a decision about whether or not you want to take care of yourself. And some of what you will factor into that will be how hard the thing is that you feel like you have to do and whether or not it's going to be worth it. And all of that, I believe I can do it, or I believe I can't do it, or I'm not sure that I could finish that. So, should I even start because it's going to be so hard. When you come to a situation like that, I implore you, please stop and take a minute To examine what you mean. And when you find, like, I'm sure you will, that what you really mean is, I don't want to do it. It's going to be hard. I, once again, implore you to push back. To be more weakless. To say to yourself, why is the fact that this thing is going to be hard even a factor? Who cares? I want the outcome. I want to be better. I want to improve I want to be more awesome. That means being weakless. That means making peace with discomfort. And that means that hard doesn't matter. As usual, if you want to get on the fast track with all this stuff, you can grab my Discomfort Zone Workshop. It'll cost you 17 bucks, and the link is in the show notes. But either way, please spend some time thinking about the stuff we talked about today. And we are going a little bit deeper next week. We'll talk to you then. Take care.